1: Deshaun Watson. One is Lauren Baxley, one is Ashley Solis. Here is what Ashley Solis had to say yesterday.
2: I am a survivor of assault and harassment. Deshaun Watson is my assaulter and my harasser. Deshaun Watson assaulted
3: and harassed me on March 30th, 2020 in my own home
2: doing what I love most, massage therapy.
1: So we have two women that have gone public of the 21 that have accused him. Um, For the most part, these are civil suits, but there is a complaint in with the Houston Police Department that they are supposedly investigating. Um, Deshaun Watson also on his side of things this morning, Nike has suspended their endorsement deal with Deshaun Watson, which is probably the first of many companies to do that. I, on the football side of this, I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing in the NFL this season.
3: No, and the NFL, we should also, admit, is doing its own investigation. Um, this is just, it's daily, it's a daily update now with either the Busby side of things on the women who've, who are represented by him. Uh, Rusty Harden, kind of the really prominent Houston-based attorney who's representing Watson, going back and forth. But each, you know, there's an added level each day now, uh, you know, in terms of now you have women on, you know, the accuser side coming out and speaking. And I think when you get to the point where the police have, you know, uh, launched an investigation, uh, it becomes more problematic for Deshaun Watson, even though, you know, Harden says we welcome it and we want to know who the accusers are. I'm with you. I mean, I wouldn't even flip a coin at this point. I don't I don't think he plays this year. And it might be you know what? It might be as simple as the NFL doesn't let him play they might suspend depending on what their investigation says they might they might make the decision for everybody but I do think it's trending that way as each day goes by and we get more and more of these press conferences
2: this is a really 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 gross question but do you think that had he not said I want to leave Houston that this would have came out he like Does part of you think that maybe the team in Houston was protecting him
3: Oh, that they knew this. They knew he had done things like this. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's a pretty big question. No, because the Texans.
1: No, because the Texans are. If the Texans, no, he would. That that doesn't help the Texans at all.
2: They've got they've
1: got one of the top five quarterbacks, and now he doesn't get to play. And if you you can't even trade him, so there there is no benefit to the Texans unless they're just petty and think well. You don't want to play in Houston. You're never going to play again, and we're going to go down with you.
2: I just, I don't know. There's part of me that's just like, I, I know how gross certain organizations are where they cover things oh. up. and it's no, like,
3: So your question is, they've known he's kind of done these creepy things all along, and they haven't said anything because they wanted to keep him.
2: Yeah, that's that's Uh-oh. because it seems to be a pattern of behavior. If he is guilty, it seems to be a pattern of behavior that has gone on for years. So that's all right
3: i'm not yeah i mean then again i am look i don't know anything about the answer to that question a lot of this though i if you told me because it's kind of in one-on-one massages and in people's homes and everything if people didn't know like i wouldn't be surprised at that either that you know if, if he if if this happened and he kept it quiet because he'd just be with the masseuse right he wouldn't be within a group of people and unless he was talking about it I could actually see the Texans when this came out say, wait, what's going on here? Because when it happened, they ran to the PR firm of, look, this guy's a great guy. We, we believe in him. He's always been fine in the community. So if you're telling me it comes out eventually that they didn't know, I'd kind of believe that
1: too. Okay. Next, Next question. question. Fernando Tatis will not need surgery. Uh, had he needed shoulder surgery, it likely would have ended his season. Instead... He is going to rehab the uh, Padres are going to put him on the 10 day IL and hope that he is back shortly after that, which means the Padres are still on to win the NL West this year. If he's back after 10 days, he
3: will return the first night of a three game series against the best team in baseball in San Diego. Oh, spectacular. They're playing an inter squad. If he comes back. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say the Astros, but I'll give you that. Um, yeah i i'm glad he's i'm glad he, he's not hurt badly but here's the thing and reading all that stuff yesterday the situation was well he's gonna rehab but you really can't you really can't heal it completely until he has surgery the, the point being is maybe he'd have it the off season so for a guy who's had this for a long time now and we didn't really know he had shoulder issues till this spring training that's a chance the Padres. i'll put it this way the Padres have never had good luck with rehabbing over <laughs> surgery with guys like if you look through their history it's like Who's making decisions medically on that team? So you hope that they make the right decision with this guy because baseball is better with this guy. He's really dynamic. And you hope it's not long-term for the sake of, hey, we just want to rush him back this season because we're really good.
1: you got to rush him back, Ed. you got to win the NL West right <laughs> oh, yeah. now. Right now, there is no future. It's this year or never for the Padres. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, that's a great question. Kevin Durant is expected to return tonight. Uh, he has not played since February 13th, so nearly two months without Kevin Durant. But James Harden is out at the moment. He'll be reevaluated in 10 days. Uh, we talked to Kyle Goon earlier. They're without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I kind of feel like I've been taking for granted everybody's going to be healthy once we get to the playoffs. But it feels like there have been a lot of like injuries to star players where they're just like, yeah, he's out for a month. Yeah, the playoffs, everything will be fine by then. And I don't know if it is.
3: I'll say, I'll get your thoughts on this. I'll say if you had, if I had to pick a side, I'm picking the Lakers that are fully healthy. Just because of Durant's issues recently, injury-wise, I don't know. Harden seems to, you know, 10 days, you know, in terms sometimes his motivation. But I will say the Lakers, and that's, you know, a big say because AD was hurt pretty badly. I mean, I think LeBron's back. So I'll say if one of them's coming back healthy, it's going to be the Lakers.
1: Uh, yeah, I would think so. Um, I, I Here's the thing. I, I've i been assuming they're both going to be healthy the entire right. time. So that's still where I would lean is that once we get to the playoffs, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving are all good to go for the Nets, and Anthony Davis right. and LeBron James are good to go for the Lakers. But I, it seems like a lot of guys have gotten hurt this year and missed a significant amount of time. And what's to say over the last three or four games of the season, something doesn't happen to one of those guys again, mm-hmm. and especially like take the Lakers they're going to be playing for seeding at that point. Like, they're going to be playing, are you the three or are you the sixth seed when we get to the uh, end of the season? So that's, yeah, I mean, I I think there's a chance that it could happen again with somebody getting hurt. I'm out. Jackie Robinson filed paperwork to keep his arena on the strip alive. So Jackie Robinson's the former UNLV basketball player, that since 2013 has been trying to build an arena on the strip. And he had to file paperwork with Clark County this month, or he would have lost his lease on the land. Uh, But the paperwork he filed, it says he's going to pay $400 million to buy the land. It says he's going to pay just under $5 million to Clark County for things like firefighting and bus stops and that has to go around a stadium or an arena. Uh, So... Does his arena ever actually get built?
3: Okay, so like many, many things in sports, I have to say believe it when I see it. I mean, good for Jackie Robinson that he's had these plans. I think, you know, uh, read your thing yesterday about like, you know, this would be an NBA arena, which would be great for the city. Everyone wants an NBA team. But, you know, with the pandemic and people and finances now and where money comes from, I, I don't hope against it. It's good for him. if I, I think if he gets it done. But we have to sit here right now and say the odds are it's not getting done. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, and you're kind of hoping the NBA would even say yes to a team here. We know in terms of what they're going to do. We don't know what they're going to do in terms of expansion or relocation. So while I hope it happens for him and no public money goes towards it because we don't need any more public money going towards sports facilities, I, I look, if, if you ask me, I just don't think it happens. I, you know, it's been a long
1: time that he's tried to do this. That would be the good thing about this is there is no public money that's supposed yeah. to be going to. They're, they're even making him pay for the bus stops that you're going to have to put in around the stadium. <laughs> wait, wait, now hold on. On the bus stops, can the press box be on there from 4 to 8 p.m.? Oh, yes. We will get the wrong yes. time for yes, the press exactly. box on the yes. bus stop. So <laughs> that side of it actually seems to be the good part of this deal. But I – like, listen, he, he announced this in 2013 – they've yeah. done basically nothing at the site no. since then like this is a desperation hey he's got to file this paperwork or he loses it all together I'm still saying there's a there's like what a 10 percent chance it actually uh-huh. happens like it's it's not likely at this point I'd be surprised if that arena ever gets built it's kind of like the the train line between here and Los Angeles yes. that we've been hearing ever since I moved here that's I'm hearing about this and that train and neither one's ever going to happen.
3: There was a great press conference at the site one time, and then we have never heard anything since. (laughs) Like, I remember the TVs being out there saying, this is where Jackie's going to build the arena, and I've never seen any press conference since.
0: That's crafty wording right there. I give you credit.
1: (laughs) He still laughs
0: every time. Every time.
1: (laughs) The Yankees have (laughs) traded. (laughs) The Yankees have traded for Rugnet Odor. Roughneck. Jeff Passan reported yesterday that the Rangers, while trading away Odor, are going to pay nearly all of his $27 million remaining on his contract. And I guess I can't understand why the Rangers would do that. I mean, you get more prospects, but they didn't even get good prospects back. Uh
3: maybe cuz i don't know is it is it the same as we already have Joey Gallo who only hits home runs
1: <laughs> yes. and we're,
3: we we don't need two of these dudes we yes. can just move him on because he doesn't do anything but hit home runs we've already got that guy yes
2: he can't hit his weight and he's not very good defensively as a like <laughs> second or second yeah. baseman
3: they already have that guy
2: <laughs> so Genuinely I went and saw a Rangers game down in Arizona this season and a guy kept heckling him and I kept going, That is not the guy! Have you did you do you remember Joey Bat's face?
1: <laughs> when when the Texas Rangers tweeted about it, they tweeted like a you know, thank you, Rugnet O'Dor, and the graphic they had included the picture of him punching <laughs> Joey Batista in the face. It's a-
3: uh, on, a, on a side note there, did you? I, I saw yesterday, did, did you? I'm sure you guys both saw the opening day crowd in Texas. If that's not a big, you know, frog you to the whole virus situation. I mean, it spanned the crowd. I'm not kidding. I might have counted four masks. 38,000 like, I, I'm people. not kidding. Yes, I'm not kidding. I, I looked, you know, specifically for that, and I might have counted four
2: masks. The, maybe. The weirdest thing is, like, how many you're going to have— you're going to have so many opportunities this season to see the Rangers lose at home that you like, why would you need to go see an opening day?
1: I mean, listen, I'm just surprised that people in Texas actually showed up to a Major League Baseball game because I thought everybody in Texas was done with Major League Baseball after yeah, moved the right. All-Star game. That's right. So I'm, I'm surprised they had anybody in that stadium because I thought they'd be done with it. All right. Coming up Next. UNLV basketball, man, we've got we got way too much fun to have with UNLV basketball. But a woman that we thought was crazy, she might have actually been right about TJ Otzelberger. But again, Schakell gets in for the putback. It's no good. Flynn then tries, and now Mitchell tries, and the Rebels get called for a foul. Did Ibaka just foul out? Ibaka yeah. just gets fouled out, and TJ is really upset. Really upset, and I don't blame him.
0: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios. This is the press box with Granie and Bischoff.
1: Oh, Ed, you have no idea what's coming, do you? In terms of eight thirty?
3: No, right now. Uh, oh no! Okay, so I, I did not, I did not know this happened. So um, this is totally blind to me in terms of what's about to happen,
1: which. You know four out of five times so this will be one of those so, so this is um, about two years old Mike Gramala mm-hmm. of the Las Vegas Sun got a, a voicemail from a reader about TJ Otzelberger and it is a Hall of Fame worthy voicemail um, we have played it before back in the days of technically correct but given that TJ Otzelberger has now left UNLV there might be some truth behind this insane voicemail, and I do want to say thank you to Joseph Vandemir on Twitter, who pointed out to me yesterday that the voicemail lady—excuse <clears throat> me—the voicemail lady might have been right. So,
3: hold on just hold. a second—is this before he took the job? No, this no, is after. This he took is the after. Job. Yeah.
2: Okay. Tyler, how do you want to do this? On air planning, would you like me to play parts of it and have you stop and react or would you rather me play it in its entire minute in in its entirety. In its
1: entirety. It it is a phenomenal piece of work that I would hate to break up into sections. Play it.
0: Otelberge. Why is he so ashamed of his name that he uses his initials? Is he a mental case? I don't understand it. He's a grown man. Why does he use his initials instead of his name? Are there other things in his personality that are hidden? <laughs> I don't understand it. If the, he wants to be called TJ, he can say it. But why can't he say his full name instead of initials? That's weird. There's going to be other weird things coming out. That's just a sign that he's weird. Where did we get this guy from who doesn't have a name? I will. I'm sure we'll find out shortly. That's crazy. He really is a mental case. That doesn't make sense
1: at all two years later she has been vindicated Uh,
3: well we know we know she's not we know she's not from ames iowa so that's all that's all we can say she's not from ames iowa what i i mean vindication i guess in terms of well we do you know his name
1: thomas uh thomas john yeah. yeah Thomas John Thomas yeah, John like, Oxley. like the surgery. Yeah, I think he might have been named after the pitcher.
2: Yes, I it believe is so. Because we, they, the
3: other it thing, it is a we bit bizarre add- though. If your name's Tom, just say your name's Tom. I don't, I don't, well, I have no clue no, when he started with TJ. His, to be I honest, I think his
2: first name is Thomas John. Like he, like John Luke, like Thomas John. Oh, he might have oh. another, like he might have a middle name in there.
1: Oh, I don't like he, Thomas don't John Scott Oh, Okay. I don't think he does. I think it's just Thomas John. But uh, we actually played that for T.J. Otzelberger one time (laughs) on Technically Correct. He
2: didn't come on much after.
1: Did he answer it? Um, I mean, he didn't really have a good answer. He was just like, I I, I go by T.J. Or no, no, I know what it was. I think it was because his dad's name is also Thomas. And his dad goes by Tom or Thomas. And so... Growing up the, to differentiate between the two, he went by TJ. I think that was okay. the answer behind it, and he just has always gone by <laughs> TJ since.
3: So I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and tell you, and it, you know, no, no, no fault of their own. I guess people are how they are. But of the major coaches out there right now, we're gonna bring TJ back into the fold. Playing that for either one, you're gonna get a straight answer and no laughing. Like <laughs> way too serious. Like they they'd wonder why you're playing that. What's going on? What's happening here? Uh, I should, you know, wh- why would you do that? You know, and they'd overthink the room, which I'm sure Osloberger did instead of just playing along and laughing with it and kind of making fun of himself. You don't get much of that out there. You don't get yeah. much of like, hey, this is just a joke. Everyone play along with it. It's not that
1: big of a deal. <laughs> so yeah. that is would one of the agree? greatest voicemails ever. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. that's basically what he did. Um, yeah. So, but that is one of the greatest voicemails uh, probably in the history of sports. That... Maybe was right because TJ Otzelberger ditched UNLV after two years. More things came out just like she predicted. Does that make him crazy? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. He went to a big club and got more money. Maybe she's a little baddie. No, (laughs) I think UNLV was crazy for hiring him. (laughs) I mean, I
2: I believe she was very precise in not saying the words crazy. She picked her words very carefully. She said mental case.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Um, look, I mean, I'll take I'll take that voicemail over some I get on a daily basis. Where if we played him, Jared would be muting every other. Yeah, word. I was going to say there um, in the
2: fact that they yeah. that was arable. <laughs>
3: yes, exactly. Not many are air-able. Uh I I never thought of it that deeply. I just when they introduced him, I just thought that was the guy's name. Like, hey, it's DJ. I don't know. What do I know? What this guy's name is?
1: Now, any time uh, you meet somebody who goes by their initials, you have to question what they're hiding. Whether they're a mental case. Yeah, you do. Uh, you do. Whether Are they, they my- really,
2: really love Iowa. My Literally. dad goes.
1: Yeah, my listen. My dad goes by his initials. He might love Iowa. His mom was born in Iowa, so I should be a little worried. He's going to leave me for Iowa soon. Wow. Um, we have really we have another worried, you know. we have another fun UNLV basketball story because by the way, by the way, Ed, why is Sam Gordon breaking news at ten twenty eight p.m
3: oh, he's, you know, he's, he's a 24-7 kid with this beat. He what are we doing at 10, guy. 28
1: p.m.? I'm oh, trying to go to bed, did. and I'm reading, oh, UNLV hired a new coach. So Sam Gordon tweeted yesterday, the UNLV basketball coach Kevin Kruger has finalized his coaching staff with the hiring of Lamar assistant Brandon Chappell. Now, I had never heard of Brandon Chappell. He was assistant coach for Lamar. Um, apparently, he might have worked with Kevin Kruger at Northern Arizona, but when you Google Brandon Chapel, unfortunately for the basketball coach, the first thing that comes up are multiple stories about Brandon Chapel, Joe Exotic's secret son.
3: I saw that last night and I, I watched uh I watched all of Tiger King. I watched all of it and I didn't remember that part. Did they I don't even know did he's they, a they must have gotten over.
1: He's a okay, secret. Okay, so they never they even mentioned him. Okay. Yeah. The, I mean Listen, I I feel bad for Brandon Chappell, the basketball coach, because I don't. This is not good. I, I don't think this is the same person, right? Uh I would guess not.
3: Um, and here's the thing. Well, but then again, let's be honest. It's not Thomas John. I mean, this is not like a like kind of a kind of a common name uh, that you'd say. Oh yeah, there'd be a lot of guys, and that's not a that's not a surprise. Brandon Chappell. How many of those guys are running around? I'm on so, it. So, let's not let's not say this completely can't be this guy. I don't know. Um, you know, Bill Murray's son coaches hoops, so this might be uh this
1: might be the guy. How many people have you ever known named Brandon Chapel? I mean, listen. I'm on it. <laughs> if Kevin Kruger, if Kevin Kruger just hired the secret son of Joe Exotic. <laughs> what a hire. I mean, what a hire if that's who they hire. This is this is going to be better than Max Gillum on Below Deck. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. This is going absolutely. to be – if, if he's actually the secret son of Joe Exotic, this is going to be unbelievable. Like All t- but All-time challenge no for Jared. All-time challenge for Jared. Get us a
3: call with Joe in prison. We'll put him on the press box, and he can talk about when his son was growing up. He always found had a fondness for basketball, and you know he's not surprised oh. the kid's been this successful.
2: I, I was under. How did he have a son?
1: I, I, don't, oh, know. I don't know. I don't. I don't I, know. I don't know, Jared. Don't know. See, it's secret. It's all a secret. Yeah, it's secret.
2: All right. I'm 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 still working on how many I'm I'm working on apparently the website that I normally use to find out how many people uh according to the census have a name is down tonight or to, this morning. So I will have oh. to wait a little bit for me to find out how many Brandon Chapels there are. You know, is okay. it two the good point Is it the, two P's it, and two L's?
3: Uh yeah, I think it is. The the good point about this is he's an assistant coach, right? Right? So so on Zoom, an assistant coach out there, he's actually going to have a sense of humor. So we can actually raise our hand, and this would be the first question to him, and he <laughs> might not freak out like head coaches out there and like, oh, what are you doing? This is too serious. Why would you say that? He might actually laugh, and we might get a good story out of it. He might have a sense of humor.
1: So, okay, according to the story on mamamia.com, uh, which is obviously where we get all our news, uh, yes. apparently there you go Brand- again. Brandon Chapel was in the... The Netflix series. Now they didn't. They never brought up that he might have been the son. That 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 wasn't a storyline. But apparently he worked there, so he's in the Netflix series Tiger King. Now I got to go rewatch it to find Brandon Chapel and see if this is the same guy or nah. not.
3: I, I I missed out on that. I was too caught up in the woman feeding the husband to the tigers. After that, like you know, that Brandon Chappell was bearing the lead at that point. After we were f- trying to figure out if she threw the if she drugged the husband and threw him in for dinner. So uh, I I I got to go rewatch it too. I watched the entire thing. Uh, let's put it this way: other things than Brandon Chappell stood out in that doc in that series that you would worry about if that guy was the son of Joe Exotic.
1: What about the lady who got her arm bitten off and wanted yeah. to go back to work the same day? <laughs> Oh, talk about about Zoom interviews. Five minutes after, so wrap it up. I got an
3: interview over here. I got to sit down and talk (laughs) about it. I mean, I think it was the same day. It's like, eh, the arm's gone. Can I get back to work? It's lunch.
1: Brandon Um, Chappell being the secret son of Joe Exotic. I I can understand why they left it out of the Netflix series because it doesn't make the top 100 most interesting things in that series. I don't think it's him because
3: at the end of the day, if it was him, I mean, Northern Arizona missed a good marketing ploy because it's Northern Arizona basketball. So you don't hear a lot about Northern Arizona basketball up in Flagstaff. So if they knew this guy was the son of Joe Exotic, you got to pump that up. You're NAU. When do you ever make any news? Should have been on the front page of ESPN if this guy's that guy. What a hire
1: by Kevin. State great hire. Coming up next, Jason Fitz is not joining us, which means we're giving way too much control to Jared for the 830 segment. I typed your symptoms into the thing up here, and it says you could have network connectivity problems.
0: Jared has questions. Dumb questions. Here's a segment called Jared's Dumb Questions.
2: You're the worst. Okay, she is just saying that to fit in. No. Let's get dumb. Olé, olé. Let's get dumb. Olé, olé. Let's get dumb. Olé,
1: olé. Let's get dumb. Olé, olé. All right. This is what happens when we lose a guest in the middle of the show. We do things like let Jared talk too much. Um, so, Jared, what dumb questions do you have for us?
2: All right, let's start off with something very, very simple. What is the worst way to win a football game? To,
1: to score less points than the other team, or, or are we doing? No, like that, serious that you games? would lose.
2: No, I'm saying like, what's the worst way for your team to win? Like a oh, like the, to
1: act, Okay, so they win the game, and what's the worst way for that to happen?
2: Yeah. So, like, a penalty that your team didn't get called for, such as, like, uh, you know, what happened with the Rams and Saints?
3: Like offensive pass interference and you catch the ball to win it?
2: No, like defensive pass interference that they don't...
3: uh, Yeah. Oh, that they don't call and you win the game because of that.
2: Yeah. Like some, like the tuck rule, some sort of, like, officiating thing, would it be some sort of... Officiating error, like the fail Mary, would it be just like John Gruden kicks a field goal at the one-yard line, allowing the other team 40-something seconds to (laughs) march down the field? Like where it's like, well, we really shouldn't have won this game, but the other team was so incompetent that we did. All right, you had me
3: at John Gruden, so I guess I'll go with that one.
2: What is the – in your mind, like if you had to think, like, I, I, we won, but I don't feel satisfied.
1: Like you didn't deserve to win. Running the ball on every down.
2: Has have you actually seen that in recent years?
1: I mean, it happens in college football.
2: Well, yeah, that's fair.
3: How many timeouts do you get?
2: Well, no, I'm just saying it's a regular football game. I'm saying you're watching a football game, and I'm just going
3: with uh, Tyler thinking he probably hates timeouts there, so. Just continue calling a lot not of timeouts.
1: Timeouts in football are okay because you actually are using it to stop the clock. In basketball, they're using it to try to set up a play that's not going to work.
2: Well, all right. So that's the next question. What's the worst way to win a basketball game? Oh, your opponent misses okay, an open so, an open buzzer beater.
3: No, nah, I mean. <laughs> Maybe if you're Tyler, it's tied and you hit a mid-range jumper with one second left. We shouldn't have won that. Why wasn't it a three?
1: Who's pulling up for a 12-footer to win this game? Listen, the premise of these questions is bad here, because <laughs> I can't think I cannot think of a single time that I would have watched a team I wanted to win and regardless of how they won, me be unsatisfied with it.
3: Yeah, the closest I get to that was Tyler and I were talking last night to the earlier day about the A's last night hitting the home run that got called back because it, it was they said it was foul. Like I actually said, oh, it should have been a home run, but I would never certainly say that if it ended up like costing or the, if the Dodgers won and people said, well, they got you know if the A's got ripped off. I'd say, what do I care? The Dodgers won. Who cares?
1: Right. So I, I think the premise of the question is flawed because I don't think there's a worst way to win. I'll take it no matter what.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Captain Trash Can over here. Fair enough. Yeah. What are
1: you <laughs> All right.
2: <exactly>? Fine. <laughs> we were talking about uh odor playing for the or uh, getting traded to the Yankees I only associate him and I've seen him play live multiple times I only associate him with punching Joey Bats in the face is there an athlete that the two of you associate with something that isn't has nothing to do with their athletic ability
1: uh Dion Sanders is the head coach of Jackson State and he complains about stuff getting stolen all the time.
2: So you associate Um, one of the greatest defensive backs of all time with being a whiny coach.
1: Yeah, especially because he's at Jackson State and I'm from Mississippi and I know how terrible that is. Like he's at Jackson State of all places? Nightmare.
3: I'd say the one and only time I could not motivate myself to ask someone a question for an interview because I was too in awe at the 51s of Steven Boomer Wayne Yeager, my boyhood hero, where I stood back at the 51s and Jim Jim has said, he's over there. And I said, I just can't do it, Jimmy. I can't. I can't talk to Steve Yeager. It would just it would. I, I wouldn't know what to say. First of all, it's the summer. So I'm sweating like crazy. If I went over to Steve Yeager and talked, I'd like faint or something like that. So that's probably it. Is this the catcher that was not actually very good that you were in love with yeah, for some it, reason? It, it was not very good. He was but by the way, you probably know this story, Steve Yeager is the reason that the flaps on the mask were existed because he took oh, the bat yeah. in the neck. Yeah. And he was yeah. I couldn't talk to Steve Yeager. I've interviewed i interviewed, doesn't matter. Michael Jordan, Kobe, all the guys i had on like privilege of interviewing, whatever. Steve Wayne Yeager, it was over. Couldn't walk over. I couldn't do it.
1: Career batting average 228. Yeah. And oh, you absolutely. were horrified to
3: oh, talk. I was horrified. I it was Steve Yeager. I couldn't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> couldn't talk. Uh, I also associate Frank Thomas with two things not related to his playing career. Number one is newgenics. And number two is being horrible for Fox every time the World Series is on. He is the worst analyst I've ever heard in a post-game show.
2: Okay, so piggybacking on that, I didn't know Joe Morgan was a Hall of Famer or like a really good baseball player. I just (laughs) genuinely thought of him as that idiot they shouldn't allow talk to talk. And something like my dad finally was like, You like go look him up. And I was like, Oh my god.
3: Well, All right. Also, yeah. Joe say whatever. You could also say if you want current events that Paul Pierce might be one uh given his part his, his his barbecues at his house. Uh kind of know him for that now. Uh given the the barbecue we saw the other day that we watched 100 times or at least
1: I did. Uh, fortunately, I'm old enough to know that I hated Paul Pierce for shooting shots from the elbow for the entirety <laughs> of his career. Um and that was just a precursor to me hating mid-range jumpers. Also, I will never forget Paul Pierce being the one to get uh, what carried off the floor, only to come back four minutes later in the game. Yes, um, yes, yeah. Yes. So I, I am old enough that Paul Pierce will will be remembered for those things. When when does Alex Rodriguez become known as J Lo's husband? Oh wait, they got they broke up. No, they, they broke, broke up. up. They broke up. Oh, they broke I thought up. that
2: was I thought that was that turned out to be fake news.
1: Oh, is oh, it fake still news? Did.
2: I'll Google really? it while you guys talk.
1: Really, they're still together. We don't have anything to talk
2: about now. We need the information. All right, right
1: I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I thought. uh, Oh no! All right.
2: So apparently, I I don't know. Apparently, J Lo's five million dollar ring was removed from her In Style cover. So take that as you will. But on March 23rd. Alex Rodriguez was quoted as saying, we're putting the work in to mend their relationship.
3: That's one of those situations, uh, which, you know, because I've never been an A-Rod fan for a lot of reasons, but that's one of those situations. Tell me what you guys think of this, where ultimately the guy can't handle the woman being more famous. Like he's he whoever he was with in the past, although I think he might have been with Madonna also, but he, he was always like the front and center, right? He was always like you know the guy. I've seen videos of him at her concerts, and he might as well have been like one of the guys setting up the setting up the the uh, instruments. I mean, he was ten feet behind her, and I always wondered this guy's ego is so big. Like, can he handle? She's obviously a much bigger mega star than he is, so I wasn't surprised when it was over because I'm like. I don't know if that guy really fits that role in his own mind.
1: See, I would be striving to find somebody that was more famous than me and made more money than me. Like Tom Brady and Giselle, that's what I'd be going for. Who's more famous in that, in that relationship?
3: She makes more money, but who's more famous? I, I That's a tough one. That's actually a tough one on who's more famous. Go, than no, go,
2: go to Italy or Germany, and You're I guarantee... Right, right. Like she is. there's an Americ America centric problem with the at the like root of that question because of course we all know Tom Brady. Right, right. But I mean Yeah, I don't think I, I think if you go to the middle of like China, there's you're a, got a better chance at hitting on or getting Giselle than you would Tom yeah. Brady.
3: Is, well is I thought it's Giselle, closer to the other
1: one though. Is Giselle still like an active model?
2: I think she's retired, but I know that she wrote a $500 coffee table book that sold out instantaneously. Like, as soon yeah, as it she... went up, it sold out. Is that so she was trying you were to buy
1: famous. it? Were you, did you get a copy of it, Jared?
2: No, I just read that because I was looking up... Uh, I was... What was I trying... I was writing something about uh, the fact that Tom Brady always gave money back to the team, and then I, mm-hmm. like as a like helpful aside, I was like, it helps that his wife just like basically takes pictures and is like, and all other rich people are like, hold on. Giselle took some pictures.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's that, that's exactly why I would try to do what Tom Brady did. That way I can give money back and my team can be stacked every year. All right. You're going to pay me $1 million because Giselle's writing another book. Okay. Good.
2: So according to a representative from Alex Rodriguez, There is no truth to the rumor that they have broken up. So apparently A-Rod is like, I am committed to this relationship. Stop trying to make the breakup happen. And the media are the gossip media, not the actual media is like, no, we will keep writing things that are speculative.
1: But you just told us that she wasn't wearing her engagement ring in her photo shoot.
2: Okay, I mean, she's not wearing her wedding ring. That's that's what I'm saying, is that that's the headline, is we looked for her ring in this photo shoot, and we didn't see it.
1: Seems legit to me. What's the point uh, of getting engaged or married if you're going to take the ring off?
2: That seems like you're writing a headline to fit a narrative.
1: You know, anyway, would you want the, do you want the next see. dumb question? Give yes. us the next dumb question.
2: What is your biggest media room pet peeve? You don't don't you don't have to name names, but if you do name names, we need to get them on the show. Media room or press box? Well, okay, both media room and press box pet peeves. Oh man! Because mine well, is I have,
3: what's who's. Oh yours?
2: no no go ahead you go ahead.
3: Flurry skates on the ice. End of story.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh,
3: have you been in that
2: press box? No, when he's no, going? I'm not a member of the press. <laughs> I mean, you I, know, I, I write one article every two years about the aviators. <laughs> I mean,
3: uh, can I just leave it at VGK? I'll just leave it
1: at three letters. VGK. Tyler, what's yours? Um, on the theme of Ed complaining about VGK media members, I do not need every person that covers the team to tell me when the second period starts. Uh, You do not all have to tweet the second period to start we're watching that. But I think my biggest pet peeve is people asking questions that have no intent to use the answer they get back. (laughs) Hey, that's interesting. Give me an example. I didn't think of that. That's interesting. People asking questions that they're not writing a story and they're not going to use it. They're not going to use the sound bite on the radio. They're just asking a question to hear their own voice they're just asking a question because they think they sound smart those people that that's the worst like oh, if you're not actually okay, i get you right like I if you're not you're not actually you. using the audio you're getting or or right. the sound bites you're getting you're just sort of asking a question to say that you asked a question or something like that that's that's the worst for me like listen we'll have UNLV basketball press conferences that last 15 minutes after they won by 30 over some team from the division two and it's like what in the hell are we doing here like there's there's three worthy quotes that is going to come out of this press conference and we're sitting here for a damn half hour
2: i will say it is fun to cut up press conferences and be like all right well i know what justin emerson's next article's on
1: right (laughs) that's fine that's fine if if you ask the question the same question to the same to three different people because you're asked you're writing about that Go for it. You're asking a question and you're not doing anything with it, but going back to hear your name called on the press conference, get out of here. See, so in a roundabout way, Tyler and I both said VGK.
2: Okay, so mine, mine's not even that complicated. Mine's selfies. Like, don't take selfies in the frigging press box. Like, no one, about? no one cares that you got to go cover the game. Go cover the actual bleeping game. Tell us. About, oh, I thought,
3: you meant, I thought you meant selfies with athletes. That,
1: oh, you, oh mean, no, that's a
2: whole different level of, like, oh, yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you mean uh, you mean you shouldn't take a selfie on the ice with Alex Ovechkin after he won the Stanley Cup? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a new sharp. Oh. 702-364-1100 oh. is the number. Oh. 702-364-1100. We need a new sharp. This is your chance to go on a streak with picks. 702 364 702 364 to be our sharp.
0: It's time to find the sharp, brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds.
1: So when we let Jared take over a segment and ask us questions, apparently everybody turns off their radio, and nobody calls in to be the sharp. Um, so, Jared, do you, wait, do you actually have a pick you want to give us today? PSG. Oh, that's actually a dangerous pick. They're playing Bayern Munich. They might not win that game.
2: I think they will. All right. I think they're due. All
1: right. Jared has PSG. Hold on.
3: Hold on. I know who it is, but just, Jared, pick whoever's playing the A's. Who might that be today? Oh. All right. It's Dodgers. <laughs> Stop. Wouldn't uh, I
2: have to do that on like the run line?
3: Well, there. I mean, Tyler That's and I are no talking. No problem. You Jared, want to see that atrocious? Is no problem.
1: That is, God. The run Lord. line. The run line. They're gonna have to break the rules of baseball betting and be like, ah, the run line <laughs> is minus five and a half today for the Dodgers over the A's because do they they're still, bad.
2: Do they still do? What is it? The first four or is it the first five? Like you can bet on who's winning at the end of five innings or something like that.
1: I'm pretty sure. I mean, I oh, yeah. haven't. Sure, you could bet on anything.
3: Yeah. Sorry, that
2: I, used to be like the cheat code with certain starters, where it'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, they'll they'll win the first five and then they'll lose the game." I want to say like Sonny Gray with the Reds. It was maybe two years ago. It was just like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be fine." Then they're gonna take him out and they're gonna lose.
1: Isn't that Jacob Degrom now? Yeah, no. There's always one yeah. guy who's yeah. just like, exactly.
2: I've pitched. Uh, basically two hundred scoreless innings, and uh i have a I have not won a game <laughs> um
1: so by the way, an update to our champions league bet uh your man city did beat Dortmund yesterday yeah, two to one one uh Dortmund did pick up an away goal though, so you should be worried yeah, sh- because come on uh if it's Dortmund like in the eighty fourth eighty fourth minute city backing off oh if Dortmund wins one nothing in the second leg, then Dortmund will yeah. knock Man City out of yes. the Champions League, which will be uh, phenomenal. Uh, but the more uh, fun part of the Dortmund Man City game is that after the game, one of the referees asked Erling Haaland, who's Dortmund's best oh, player, he's so cool, for an autograph. I like it. as they're walking down the tunnel to the locker room, stopped Erling Haaland and had him sign something. And most people kind of lost their minds on it, saying how the hell can a referee be asking a player for an autograph? But, uh, yeah, Man City overcame a biased referee to beat Dortmund. This is – I've seen
3: it sometimes. The famous, famous story is – and I forget, Jared, you might remember the – which team was it um, with the Dream Team that afterwards all lined up and said, can we get your autographs after they lost, like, by 75 points?
2: Uh, I don't know what team it was.
3: Yes, it might have been, a you're right, it might have been a goal where they lined up and Barclay's like, what? Yeah, and like, and they just Bar- started signing everything. And
2: then, yeah, no, but then also <laughs> Barclay said some other things that if, yes. were repeated, very problematic. <laughs>
3: um, this, well, oh, we go, let's go back to that, the uh, dumb questions. Um, <laughs> have you ever, have you ever seen a media member do this? Ooh,
1: so here. Okay, here's Uh, what's fascinating. If you get a Golden Knights credential, and and they're not doing the actual credentials anymore because of COVID, but if you get a credential, on the back, there Mm -hmm. are like terms. And it's like, if you do these things, we'll pull your credential. And one of those terms is like asking for autographs, asking for pictures, and stuff like that. And so I've never seen it, but that's what I've always been fascinated with. When has that happened? When has like there been a post game something and some I don't know writer for a newspaper has been like, hey, can I get you to sign my tape recorder? Like, when when has that happened that they that it is that is standard practice for all teams to say you can't do that anymore?
3: Well, obviously happens somewhere. I'm trying to think. I, I've never seen an autograph. I if I racked my brain, I had to have seen media people ask for pictures. I, at some point, I had to have seen that. Autographs, I have not seen that. Pictures, though, I'll think about it. I th- That had to happen, um, especially the iPhones and all of that nowadays, uh, to where they asked for something. But I know there's been instances to where everyone – I mean, everyone puts that on there now, right? I mean, yeah, pretty much every it, credential. Well,
2: yeah. Um, in, in my entire lifetime as a quote-unquote media member, I've never not seen no yeah. pictures with the players, no autographs.
1: Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just fascinated where that happened, when did that happen, and how great was it when a player was like, what?